Yeah. So welcome back to the Firestarters podcast, episode two. Um, actually, we might be on episode three or four by now, depending upon how we cut <laughs> this thing up. So, uh, oh, <laughs> um, so me and Caleb were just talking about, you know, how that that righteous anger. I mean, when I look at the things that go on in the world today, it it, it certainly creates a passion in me to want to, you know, change them. And so, mm-hmm. I, but I know the way we change people is not by you know waving the banner. It's 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 no. changing the hearts. And, no. you know, and that's absolutely huge. And that's what we try to do through Firestarters because we know that sin is just a symptom, right? It's a, it's a symptom of, of the brokenness and the, you know, the fallenness of us as, as, as men. Um, the, the heart is what, you know, needs to be restored, needs to be healed um, out of that. Then we learn to, you know, to, to hang out with Jesus. And that's the cool part. And, but that takes sometimes us working through the brokenness. I kind of want to talk about that as well today, you know, the, with fire starters and what we're trying to do to help these men. Um, we get asked a lot, you know, Hey, what do you guys do at fire starters? We, we try to get a message out yesterday. We had an opportunity to do so at a church um, right here in the area as well. And the, um, the pastor, um, he got an opportunity actually to share with the men in his church. What we do, we had women come up after church asking about, you know, Hey, what is this? And how can I offer this to my husband? Right. Um, I, I think one thing Keith, the, the pastor yesterday, pastor Keith mentioned was he said, to become a, a true father, you first have to become a true man. Um, I think a lot of guys, and especially in today's world, again, what does that equate to? Is that just, again, I'm bringing home the, the bacon, right? So I'm good. Um, what does it mean to be a true man? I think one of the biggest things it means is to overcome the brokenness inside of yourself. You may not even know is, is there. We all have a wound. We all have a brokenness. Um, becoming like Christ is, is healing that. It's overcoming that. Jesus said, I came to, to seek and save that which was lost. I think our, our true self was definitely lost, obviously. We, we became fallen in, 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 our, in our nature and in our, in our actions, and it began with the passivity of Adam. Eldridge talks a lot about, you know, these ministers, it's, it's, we, we are descendants of Adam first and foremost. Like, I love the Bible, right? Because when you study it and you, and you really get it, right, it is awesome and it's so enlightening, right? Because you, you grow up just believing things like, well, you know, we're, we're created, all of us, in the image of God. Well, yeah. But the Bible teaches that we're actually created in a broken image, right? In the image of Adam, who, yes, Adam was created in the image of God, right? And so we have remnants of, of, of Christ in all of us. Um, you know, Ecclesiastes 3.11, for God has placed eternity in the hearts of men. So that, that's inside of us. It's, it's inside of all of us, but it's broken, right? That, that's, that's distorted. And so that's why it talks about Adam came. Right. And, and, and we, we were made in his image. But now Christ came as that second Adam. And the journey that we're on right now is becoming like him. Is it not? And it's an awesome one. But you have to be deliberate and intentional about embarking on that journey. You don't just say, OK, well, I got my ticket on the, you know, to ride the bus. I'm going to sit in the back row when I get to heaven. Then everything's just OK. I mean, you could do that. But why would you want to? Because we <laughs> get to come and share with you guys. Yeah, we, you know, we always talk about we share his death. Right. Yeah, but the key thing is we we also share his resurrection. Mm-hmm. So to to have that, oh my goodness, and not tap into it is uh, it's, it's, it's madness. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's that's freedom, right? That's, that's it, freedom. So. Oh man, it's awesome, and right? And we we we're modeling that for, you know to our, to our children, dude. Like if nothing else, you know, do it for them. I know all of us don't have kids, but a lot of us will. Oh, and, and, and maybe a lot of us have you know family and people who are looking at us. Sure. And when they see that in you, man, like all the friends I used to have back in the day, in the rebel years, 
They see what yeah. I am today, and yeah. they're just like, what the what? Yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah. And it ministers to them. When some of them have, have come to know Jesus just because of the life they see, the way we live, they, they live the life of Christ. It's, it's, it's like you're saying, me and you talking about, um, I, I, I personally think God is a lot more wild and free than, than we view him as. Sure. You know, I think a lot of us have a, a legalistic view of God and rules and religion. Look, look at the intensity right? of the stories in the Bible. Yeah. Look at look at the journey of the, the people in the Bible. And yeah. Even the journey of ourselves. Like, yeah. you know, so we, we, we talked about it in the beginning of this podcast. Um, yeah. The last minute come through, you know, it's yeah. like, you know, I don't think it's, you know, sometimes we look, we're like in our frustration and worry, we're like, Man, you're just up there torturing us. But in a sense, I'm like, the adventure, the adventure yeah. we experience when, and I don't think you get, you can't take it from, you don't see it as an adventure as long as you're still in fear. Yeah. But when you finally release that to him, right, and you're yeah. living a life in the secret and you have a devotional life before him yeah. and you are trusting him, mm-hmm. then your perspective changes and you're going, you're just taking me through this journey. You're just building this character, yeah. you know. Uh, I want to kind of touch on what you were just saying a second ago. You said um, you were talking about, um, you know, we're not talking about raising the flag, mm-hmm. um, you know, just putting the banner in people's face that it has mm-hmm. to be done this way. That's certainly a journey we walk through. You know, I grew up in church, experienced a lot of things, a lot of good things, a lot of crazy things, a lot of not so good things, some yeah. crazy people. Um but, and I've gone through that phase of raising the banner, right? Mm-hmm. But man, nothing. We're talking about being fearless and bold, and in in reckless and non-compromising. Mm-hmm. Man, in a way, that is just—it's radical love. It's not, you know, we we say all these words that. You, mm-hmm. you picture something super intense, but mm-hmm. um, I've seen people, man, delivered by an embrace. I've mm-hmm. seen fathers embrace a son or a daughter mm-hmm. spiritually and just they broken and healed and set free and delivered. And so mm-hmm. through the journey of wanting to be radical and navigating through your relationship with God, you know, you're just passionate. And you want to bang down the doors and going through that season and coming to a place of like God just radically he doesn't compromise because he loves us. He doesn't compromise because he is coming full force after us. And to reflect that, mm-hmm. to be able to look at any person and say, it doesn't matter what you've done. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter your background, what you look like, or what you smell like. Like, he's coming after you. And I can remember one specific time I was ministering in a service, and... um this lady came up, and I'll just be really transparent. And uh, she was, I can remember thinking, like, thinking small things on my head, like, oh, well, here we go again. Or mm-hmm. this is, you know, this person's, we've been through this before, you know, this person, you know, it's just. Mm-hmm. And I can remember the Holy Spirit clear as day. Like, I'm looking at her, and I'm praying, I'm like, God, you know, just change my heart in this situation. And immediately I saw my daughter's face on this lady. And I just broke, and I remember seeing, like, that's how he sees her. Like, just this radical love that no matter what you do, Mm -hmm. I'm still coming after you. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm still going to do whatever it takes. Mm -hmm. No compromise, full force, embrace. 
And with that embrace, that embrace brings transformation, mm-hmm. right? That love, that we try to change people, right? In the church today, we've, I've done it. So many of us have done it where people come to Christ and we're like, okay, now you can't do none of this. Mm-hmm. It's always the what you can't do mm-hmm. as opposed to teaching them to have that one yes, right? Seek you first, mm-hmm. the kingdom. Like to have that one yes in devotion, that one yes in relationship. Mm-hmm. And you watch the Holy Spirit just crumble the filth and the hurt and the pain mm-hmm. through through love, like mm-hmm. just a radical, unrelenting love and that that's i really wanted to touch on that because for me i went through that journey of being the one that you gotta do this you gotta do it like this you can't do this anymore i can remember one of my best friends calling me and uh he got saved he got saved at a baptist church two blocks off of bourbon and i can remember him calling me and going caleb i effing got saved today (laughs) and he's i can hear tears on the other side of the phone and i remember immediately thinking like my religious mindset came up like wanting to be like all right bro now that you're saved Mm -hmm. you can't use this language right but there was such a genuine part of him in his heart and the holy Mm -hmm. spirit just said watch me work yeah and weeks would go by months would go by and his speech started to change Mm -hmm. and the way he acted started to change because he had a genuine encounter with god and he took it instead of me saying don't do this i was just like hey bro Get in the word. Stay in that place of devotion. Call me anytime you need to. And I watch the Holy Spirit. As believers, we have to trust, right? The Bible says that God draws all men to himself. Mm-hmm. So it means if, you, if you're there, it's because he's drawing. Mm-hmm. And so we have to trust as ministers and believers that, listen, we don't got to put our hand in it mm-hmm. all the time. We'd be led to say what we're supposed to say mm-hmm. by the Spirit, uncompromising truth through the word. And we watch the Holy Spirit work. I think sometimes... It's like a distrust in the Holy Spirit to do its, yep. what he's designed and created and set out to do right. when we put our hands in it. And that's how things get so distorted. And it, by no means, we, we talk about masculinity a lot in, in Firestarters, but mm-hmm. man, we were really huge as a ministry, just to put that out there. We want you to have that tender side. Mm-hmm when it comes to your relationship with God. Because in that, right, you'd be humble before God mm-hmm. and bold before man. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. it's love, dude. I've seen, oh, man, I've seen encounters with people where there were no words said, mm-hmm. just an embrace. And people delivered from drug addiction. Mm-hmm. It, dude, the Holy Spirit shows up, and it's just, <laughs> mm-hmm. it's it's the most radical thing. It's the most radical thing. It's the most intense thing when that love just shows up and you can't explain it away, right? You, 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 you just left in awe where you're just like, like, I know Mm -hmm. that that was an encounter for that person. And so I I just wanted to emphasize on that. Like, it's not about, and it it might seem like this kind of contradicting thing, but think if you hear it with your heart it, it makes sense you know mm-hmm. be intense in the in in the way that see them like it's his children right like mm-hmm. we see them the way that he does it changes your evangelism it changes your ministry mm-hmm. when you just say man I, I don't care how much junk right mm-hmm. you know the guys we work with guy works with me ryan's been my best friend for a long time just in a terrible suit i can remember years going by where i've had people close to me saying you need to leave that guy alone, you know, like mm-hmm. he's, 
he's no good. He's going to drag you down. And just by the grace of God, being able to continue to extend that love only by the Holy Spirit, because there's plenty of time where you get frustrated with dealing with people, especially in ministry. The enemy will use certain people sometimes to try to drain you. But I think if you have that perspective of, you know what, I'm just going to do what I feel led, right? Jesus said, mm-hmm. I only do what I see and hear the Father do. Mm-hmm. That is a huge, and we can talk, we can have a whole other podcast on that. Mm-hmm. We do, we build entire ministries off of our own idea and our own agenda. Mm-hmm. But what if we really, as Christians, only did what we seen and heard the Father do? <laughs> how much would we say, mm-hmm. and more so, how much wouldn't we say? Sure. How much wouldn't we exhaust ourselves? And like you said, or you were talking about worship earlier, mm-hmm. if your heart's not in it, don't exhaust yourself because the Lord sees already, right? Mm-hmm. Yahweh already sees your intent of the heart. Mm-hmm. So even in ministry, and this, we, we, and I grew up, right? I grew up in church where there was a lot of events going on. You, mm-hmm. you did a lot of service to the church. I was miserable, right? Like mm-hmm. I felt like I was working a full-time job because you have to be here. You have to do this. You have to do this. And it wasn't until I got older where I just started to go in the secret place and I'm like, God, I don't want mm-hmm. to just say stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't want to just, I mean, sure, you can, get, you can get on Google and read two verses and mm-hmm. listen to a podcast and go regurgitate what you just heard, but mm-hmm. it means nothing to you. Right. You know, it's like, and there's so much of that. There's so much of that. And mm-hmm. I think, man, we've got to get to that place where it's genuine heartfelt truth from a place of relationship not yeah. just fluff man there's so much fluff now mm-hmm. you could pre- you know, there's guys you you, know, you could preach on anything we have so yeah. much access to information now you don't even have to be a preacher or a good bible studier you can just mm-hmm. yeah. go find exactly what you want to say and yeah. communicate yes. it yeah i mean just throw it up all over everybody you know like <laughs> but there has to be that if we want to see a generation change, we want to raise our kids and lead our wives. Do we've got to hear the force, the voice of the Holy Spirit, and we've yeah. got to, we've got to make changes in our lives to get mm-hmm. where it's quiet, bro. The Bible right. says He speaks in a still small voice. Right. We're so busy with social media. Don't even get me on that. With <laughs> social media, yeah, it's a different one. <laughs> we don't, but we don't have that time, dude. It is crucial as men. Mm-hmm. That we have a time set aside to just sit and listen to his heart and listen to his word mm-hmm. and his voice to us in the moment. Not just through yeah. scripture, but in the moment, Lord, what are you showing me today? What do I need to do in this situation today? Um, so anyway. Yeah. Uh, so many things, you know, came to mind as you as you spoke. Um, I think going back a little bit, one of the first things I want to say is, is you know, we've talked about this a lot, right? And some things that, you know, we've gotten from, you know, somebody from things we've read, like Modern Heart, books like that. But one thing we learn about with men and what a lot of men do is that we, we think the desire itself is the problem, right? So if we're sinning in a certain way, right. we think that the, the, the problem is is the thing that's leading us to the sin. But that's not really the issue. It's the sin. It's the problem. It's, it's, it's not the desire. It's what you're doing with the desire. And that's the issue with men. And so the men, the way we've taught men often to deal with their sin Right, is is to is to kill it, so just smash it down, bury it, sure. yo, and, and and just you know be nice, right? Just be safe. Put, again, put the food on the table, go to work, stay quiet, do your thing, 
just kill this desire for more inside of yourself because in the faith there's there's no there's no outlet sure. and so right but guys like look this you know, this is this is this is christianity this isn't you know sure. eastern religion we're talking about here you know this isn't like you know you go and you just you know disappear for you know a year or two or, or maybe completely remove yourself you know from all temptations <laughs> you know? it's this is this is this is life the offer is life and so that's so huge with men getting men to come into that truth that's one thing we want to help men do to take their desires to to trust jesus mm -hmm. with their desire that his sure. plan for you really is life yeah. right and he with a big smile on his face he said it's not just life but life that you can't even imagine no eye has seen or ears even heard yeah. what I have in store for you. Are you willing to take me up my offer, really? Because I'll give it to you. And so few, so few do, right? Because where is the offer extended? It's extended on the mountaintop. And we talk about it all the time in Firestarters. We encourage the men to find their mountain, we call it, as Jesus went. And sometimes you have to face your temptations there, right? You have to face the enemy. But it's also where you meet with the king, dude. You meet with him, right? And that's what, that's what enables you to come back as the man as you're supposed to be, yeah. and say to your wife and to your children, thus saith the Lord. Oh. That's why you, that's where you get those words. Not on something you read on a billboard or not something, you know, like, look, if you were seeking Jesus and, and he spoke to you on a billboard that day, awesome. He's done that for you a few times, but it only came because first, because the Holy Spirit in me said, here's your answer, you know, and whatever, whatever, whatever that may be. And so it, it comes, though, from that secret place and knowing the Holy Spirit as he speaks to you. You know, Jesus said, right, the, the sheep, they, they know my voice. Yeah, It's that still small voice. It's so separate and distinct from all the voices that are screaming at you 24-7. How can you hear that voice nah. when you're so saturated? Nah. Especially today's world, right? Yeah. Again, social media, yeah. you know, the, the, the 30 minutes, you know, whatever, just pot shots, you know, trying to get you a little bit of Jesus every week. Man, you don't know. You know, come to me in that, in that secret place and hear my voice. Hear me speak. So huge, man. You know, going back to talking about looking at the life of Christ, how many times did he slip away from the crowd mm -hmm. to go? He's, from his ministry, right? He yeah. left the ones that he was called to minister to, the people he loved most, right, to go and listen to the and Father's the heart, yeah. to renew his strength. I'm going to tell you something. As a man, our job is not to take our strength from our wives or our children. Thank God for their help, right? And that's one of the reasons why we have them. 100%. But our job is to offer them our strength how are we doing that if we're never spending time seeking it? Our strength is, is him, right? He is our, right? And, and our weaknesses, he is made strong, right? We, we, we hear the Father's heart as we spend time with, with, with Christ, man, as he leads us in the truth. And we come back, and that's when our wives say, whoo, man, mm -hmm. I got a man on my hands, right? Because mm -hmm. I can trust his heart. I can see that. I can see the glory on his face. And that's what, you know, just like, right? We come back from the mountaintop. You see the glory on his face, and there's a trust there. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I think women were probably pretty drawn to, to Jesus, right, when he lived on earth. I mean, we always see stories of that. And, but I think, obviously, they had to be because he was, he was everything you said. He was, he was strength and honor and integrity, but he was compassion and love and mercy. And, and I don't think, you know, we, we've ever, maybe we've seen men kind of try to reflect that, right, that are on that path. But, man, could you imagine a man who, who, who exemplified that and all he did? Um, as we grow, you know, there, there's some things that begin to change in our hearts. I think one of the biggest things that changes, and you kind of hinted towards it a second ago, one of the biggest things that changes the way we begin to see people. You know, and you said, for example, when you pray for that woman, um, 
even today, God was just kind of showing me some stuff on that. Um, I, I talk a lot about Romans 7 when, um, when, when Paul, you know, when he went through, when he went through his, his struggles, you know, with, with, with his own sin and his own battles, you know, who will save me from this wretched body? You know, over and over again, um, the things I, I don't want to do, I'm always yeah. doing those things, and I hate it. I wish it would just end. And we see these battles that Paul's going through. I think, I think that the, you know, the, the, the voice that screams at us tells us to, you know, stay angry, or you know, or, or label them as hopeless, or label them as counted out, right? Or label them as 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 a waste of time. And and, and the enemy wants to, you know, and, and I see Christians all the time. Oh, he's just you, like you said. Just, just stop, you know. Yeah. And look, I know there's a time when God's gonna say, "Okay, you need to kind of sure. take you a break." Be led by the Holy Spirit. You, need to, you know, yeah. obviously that happens. You know, Scripture even talks about examples like that. But at the same time, to learn to begin maturity, right? When you learn to see others as He does, to no longer define them by the battles they're going through, but to view them right as as the as the heart that needs to be rescued, it all changes. Everything changes. You. That, you that's know? exactly it, man. The whole thing changed to now. Again, reading the life of Christ, what a great idea, right? You know, like that's the person we're supposed to reflect. He left the 99 to go after the one. And yeah. that became my heart's cry. The more I spelled in the secret place, like, hey, give me the one. Yeah. Give me the one, right? Give me the one that's tattoos on his eyelids and his face and his throat, you know, like yeah. that people are terrified of because they think he's going to kill him with a machete or something, you know. But, dude, I found myself just being drawn to those people because – you see right through it, right? You see the hurt. You see the pain. You When you see the way God sees, you don't even notice those things, right? Mm-hmm. You just, yeah. if you ask God to just, let me see this person's heart, and you're able to minister and connect, dude, that's what he did, right? That's mm-hmm. Every, mm-hmm. every time. So, yeah. um, you know, the woman at the well. Yeah. Like, come on, dude. Like, right. But he went after her. He knew exactly what was going on. So yeah. much imperfection, so much yeah. sin involved, but just, yeah. hey. Yeah. When, when you get into somebody's life and you saw it with Christ, right? You, you saw it with Paul, even you said stuff like, I became all things all men, and you, you realize what he meant, right, mm-hmm. as you grow. Yeah. You start to understand what he meant. Sure. You know, what, what is it that, you know, who is this woman at the well? Right, who is this man full of tattoos? Right, and you see him as as they are right then, yeah. right there. Mm-hmm. And when you approach him, and, and usually sometimes we see him as these big scary people, right? But when you approach him, I mean, instantly you're like, you know, they're not scary at all. And you, they're just, you know, right, kind of like you. You're a scary looking dude. So, <laughs> <laughs> you have a giant heart. And I, I remember just um, maybe six months ago, I was walking around at Home Depot. You know, my business I'm there a lot, mm-hmm. and it was this. Scary looking guy, right? Big guy, you know, had a few tattoos, probably just hit up the gym, you know, just this big guy. And guy's like, I need you to, you know, go and say something. And I was like, oh man. <laughs> I was like, now me? I was like, really? I was like, I'm kind of busy with, the, you know? And so I said, you know what? And, and I kind of dismissed it at first, you know, okay, that's just whatever. And I, and I, I, I tried to pretend, you know, I didn't hear, the, you know, I hear the spirit. And, 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 I, and so I said, okay, God, if you, and I walked around the store, I said, if you let us bump into the second time, I can't. I got to do it, right? right I, I just right. got to. And so I made it through most of the store without encountering, but there at the very end, there he was. I was like, oh, my gosh, oh, I got man. to. And he was just walking right to me. And I was like, yeah. this is it. I got to. And so just instantly, I mean, from, I don't even remember what our conversation was like exactly, but from the very first words, I realized that this was just, you know, a man like me and you, and it's a man that needed yeah. Jesus. Yeah. And, and he wasn't even all like I even, he even looked per se. 
And we ended up having a great conversation. I think we prayed together. It was awesome, dude. And so, you know, we, man, to be, you know, heart-driven, right, to become like Christ, to love people out of their sin right where they are, that's huge. I hate how today, you know, we've labeled so many things, and we'll wave those banners for everything, you know, anti this and anti that. And I get it. You know, we're packed. That should, right? This is where it's difficult because those things should produce righteous anger in you, right? All these things that we see about today, which are against God's, you know, scriptures, man, those things stir up in you because you believe in, in, in his, you believe in his integrity that we read about in scriptures. And we know that anything that he writes in there, it's just all about him not, even want, not wanting things to separate us from him. That's all it's about, all of it. It's not some list of do's and don'ts. Right. It's these are the things that's going to keep you from my love. Sure. And so, okay, so we get passionate about that when we see people who are pushing the opposite because we know how far they're moving people away from him. And it makes us want to just fight for the cause, right, but not for the creator. And we've got to move on from that. And, and I'm not saying that there's no cause out there we shouldn't be behind. That's not what I'm sure, saying at all. Sure. But, but at the same time, you got to make sure that you, you, you're, never, you, you're never stiff-arming. This is a problem, right, so a lot we see today, especially with, with social media. You know, a lot of people stiff-arm the very people they're called to reach by political agendas. What's your goal? To remove all influence from your life by moving all people? Okay, yeah. There's nobody left to influence. <laughs> is it really influence? Sure. Right? And so we, we, we have to move forward, man. And it, bottom line is, Caleb, it all begins in, that, in the secret place. Sure. And, and not just begins there, but it stays there. And we have men. We as men have to go back there over and over and over again. I know life is busy. I got I got four kids. You've got two. Probably some more on the way one day, right? You're, you're a business owner. You're, you're a minister. You know, you're a discipler. You know, you're, you're all these things. You know, we're these things, and, and, and it's hard. But that's why we need it so desperately, yeah, even more, than more so. More than anything. Yeah. And, 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 man, you know, you might say, okay, well, it's three days or it's three or four days away from my family to come to even a, like a fire starter or whatever it is, you know, a ransom heart event, something like that. It's three or four days away from my family. Some men I, I know have never even left their family side one time. And they justify it saying, well, I'm supposed to be there for them. Well, again. It's crucial, man. Yeah. It's crucial. So to come spend you know, a couple hundred bucks at the most, right, and, and get fed pretty good and have a good time. You know, and to come out to these, you know, our event and, and for a few days just, just become a man, right, to, to, to move into that, it's, it's so huge. And I just want to encourage, you know, all you guys out there, man, wearefirestarters.com. You can go in there. You look at, you look at all our events. You can sign up there and everything that we do. And, and we just want to continue to encourage you guys to grow in your relationship, to continue to progress. Me and Kayla, we're going we're gonna to keep coming back, man. But we're going to continue to grow. I just want men to know so much what we're trying to do through – through our individual lives, but, but through what we're doing, through the ministry, offering this truth to men. You know, how do we keep getting men back to themselves? And I think of, you know, I think of the prodigal son, right? He, he got to that place where you know, he went out and he pursued his stuff, right? But but in the end, he was broken. And the only way he could come back to, to the father was to first come back to himself. And imagine him just kind of snapping out of it in a moment. Like it's worth every bit of humiliation it cost me, right? To come on my knees sure. and to give myself back to the father. And that's what we would encourage these guys to do no matter where you're at, he doesn't see you that way, right? Because when he showed back up, the father wasn't sitting there thinking about all the things he did wrong. The no. father wasn't sitting there thinking about, you know, how he's going to like, I told you, I told you, I told you. No. The father had the feast waiting. He had the arms open wide. The radical love, man. The radical love, dude. That's and that's what that's all about, bro. And that's what we want men to continue to pursue. Yeah. So, all right, bro. Well, we want to thank all you guys for, uh, for joining us on um, Firestarters Podcast. Um, stay tuned next week. We'll 
continue to have uh, me and Caleb, and we'll have some of the other men on from time to time as well. And um, I'm currently also um, been recording um, Heart Driven, um, which a lot of topics me and Caleb talked about today are in that book. Um, I've got chapters um, one through six already available on our podcast channel, and it's um, there's some commentary there, but it's basically me reading the book, and um, it gives me a chance to really share my heart, you know, behind the words on the page, which again, and that's another podcast to come, but that's kind of the point of scripture. It's not the it's not the words on the page; it's the heart behind it's the heart behind them. Mm. And um, you know, I hope you guys continue to realize that because for me, that awakens my desire to read scripture even more because I'm learning more about not you know not the author but but the creator, you know, behind each and every one of those those words. Um, and we and you know we we love him each day, man, for who he is. And um, he's he is love, but he's not the pushover love that people want to make you think he is today. He's the God who gives you what you need, right? And what you need, that's more anything is him. And he knows that, and um, it's a strong love, and um, it, it it brings it, change. It it spanks you a little bit sometimes, yeah. But that's a good thing, right? And that's his goal, and so we thank him for that. And um, anyway, we could continue to, to produce that for you guys, and um, we love you guys, man. You can reach out to us again, be it Facebook. <laughs> we were out there. Um, we 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 you know we're online. We're in different places. We just want to encourage you guys to continue to grow in your relationship with Christ. Love you guys, and we'll see you next time.